Hey guys, welcome back. Another dog bone podcast episode here we're going to do for you. I'm going to do this one. It's actually based kind of off of a member of our training library. First off, I'll thank you guys for being members of the training library. Um, it, this came from a direct email from that, which members of the training library get a, a different email address basically that gets direct to me that I get to check exclusively for training training stuff. I um, you've heard it all before, but like the DMs and the messages through the different platforms um, are really hard for me to keep up. I do my best to answer as many if if as possible, and, and I don't get to a, a large percentage of them, but training library members get a different email address, and this is a guy that sent me a message there. So I, I messaged him back, and I told him, I said, I think that um, the best way for me to give you the most information regarding your question is... I'll do it in a podcast episode because I have somewhat of a similar issue that I'm going through with one of my dogs, and they're all a little bit different, but I can, re- I can specifically address his question regarding some of the retrieving struggles that he's having, and then I can share with you, because it's something that I've been, had on my list of things to do is, um, there's a, I, I want to talk about some of the puppies that I'm training right now out of our litter um, from Bella and Boone, and share with you some of the struggles that I'm having, and then... I say it that way, but in reality, it's, um, it's just some of the, it's a challenge, but it's problem solving that I'm trying to figure out. And it, and I've been faced normally, I don't necessarily get to problem solve that often with our dogs, because I feel like for many, many years now, um, my approach is, is always pretty, um, pretty similar as far as direction goes, but I've got a little bit of a, of a change with one of the dogs I'm training right now. And that's what we'll, sh- we'll talk about here. But I'm going to start out with this question. It says, hello, Jeremy. I have a one-year-old English cream golden retriever, retrievers, plural, Opie and Laney. I've been struggling with Laney to get her to want to retrieve. She'll pick up random stuff in the house and I praise her, then eventually take it from her as she usually picks up random pieces of trash. She will retrieve sometimes if we are playing in the house with a tennis ball. In a more formal setting, trying to get her to retrieve, she shuts down and won't go towards the ball or anything to retrieve. I can put something in her mouth and she will hold it for 15 to 20 minutes at a time. I can heal her and I can recall her over distances of 75 to 100 yards with her holding something and she won't drop it and comes right to me. Every day when I feed her, I set the bowl down and I have done it across the house and had her sit and lined her in center and she goes to the bowl. I also have sat with her and thrown treats and had her go get and recall. But then again, when it comes time to have her retrieve, she freezes, won't go to the ball, dummy, etc. I'm at a loss with her. And when she does retrieve, she will do it four to five times. And I praise her and take the ball immediately and throw it again. She has a very timid personality as well. Do you have any recommendations on how I can get her to retrieve? Her foundation work is excellent. She's almost perfect Every time on and off lead, my end goal with her is game recovery and shed hunting. Her brother Opie, I'm working with training to become to hunt, training him to hunt with me for ducks, doves, and also game recovery and shed hunting, but he's been doing excellent. Okay, so I think this guy's name was Robert. So I so the answer to that is there's a few things. I, I don't have an answer to it, but what I have is some input on it and maybe some questions on it, but I think there's some things that we need to point out because I'm glad you provided me with all the information you did. It's important. It's, under, it's important to understand. 
I think that, you know, it sounds to me like she's probably pretty, she's probably got some natural retrieve. Okay. She's a retriever. She's a golden retriever. So she probably has it in her. Um, it sounds like she's got a pretty good mouth. She picks stuff up. She'll carry it. You can put stuff in her mouth. She'll hold it for 15 to 20 minutes. You can get her to recall 75 to 100 yards or something. That it's when, it, it, in your words, it's in a formal setting trying to get her to retrieve. She shuts down and won't go towards the ball or anything I can, anything to retrieve. To me, it sounds like, and, and these are a year-old dogs. To me, it sounds like she's probably got some natural retrieve. And this is where I can relate it to one of the dogs I'm training right now named Rain. I know she's got a good mouth. I know she's got some natural retrieve. I know what her genetic makeup is. I've trained a bunch of her sisters. I know a bunch of people that are training her brothers. So I know what's in these dogs, and it's a lot of retrieve. Um, She is very, and you said in your um, message about Lainey that she is, um, how did you word her? She has a very timid personality. My rain is what I would call very sensitive. So I'm not going to use the word soft. Some people would interchange the word soft here for both of these dogs because, and maybe it is fitting. I, I do think that my rain is soft. Your, your Laney is probably soft, but I think soft is a good thing. So I'm not going to use it in this situation because I, I, it's a negative action that we're getting out of these dogs because of the, whatever word we want to describe it with. I'm going to call my dog sensitive. You called yours timid. Probably the same thing. And so what I am learning is I have to train her a lot different than 95 or more percent of the dogs I've trained. This one in particular is is more sensitive. She shows me some really good things, which what you're telling me is she's showing you some really good things. When you get formal, she shuts down with the idea of this whole big picture, the whole process. So my immediate thought is, don't be so formal. And I know that's hard to say because I want to be formal. Mine's 10 months old, almost 11 months old. Yours is a year. You want to be formal. I'd like to be formal too. I'd like to be able to set up just a simple trailing memory and get the dog to go out, pick it up, and bring it back. Um, I'd like... and. I shouldn't even say that because I can do that. But what I want to do is more complicated ones. I want to do bigger ones. I want to do more cover. I want to do multiple dummies. I want to do 180 type stuff. I want to do some stuff that, you know, I can know her off of a, a dummy and send her on another one. I want to start steadying her up. I want to, I want to stop her to the whistle. I want, I want to do a whole bunch of stuff that's connected to these retrieving things. But as you know, and everyone listening knows, Everything we do with them is incremental and it's built on, building off of our last lesson and we're trying to like, we start out with such simple stuff. And I think that what ends up happening and it's happened with myself is partially because I trained a bunch of her siblings and I saw the rate at which they accelerated. And now you've got a sibling too. You've got two of them. You've got a boy and a girl, Opie and Lainey, and Lainey is your frustration. Well, I've seen with Rain's sister, my Rain's sister's, much faster progression. We've been able to, I've been able to do more and more complicated things with them quicker. And part of the reason is not, I don't think that they're smarter. I think Rain is really smart. I think the difference is, is 
come a lot comes back to her personality. She's really sensitive, and I probably have put some things into her that have gotten in the way because of her sensitivity. And so, and it's frustrating to me, and I have, and it's been, but it's been so good for me because it's forced me to now fix some of the things that I, I probably created. I mean, I, uh, some of these hesitations are probably, probably things that I've done, not intentionally, certainly, and maybe not knowingly, but it's happened. And I can't tell you exactly when and where it happened, but it's because I went about it with her the same way I go about all my dogs. And she just did not keep pace with that. And now we have, now we have these little blockages. So I'll share with you some of the things. So going to you specific, I think making her hold something for 15 to 20 minutes at a time is too extreme. I just think that's too much. So like she can't fail at it. Apparently she does really well with that. Probably has a lot to do with just her natural ability. What you're doing by asking her to do something for that long at that age is putting pressure on her. And that's not helping because you just told me she's very timid. So the way that you're the way that you're gonna, I think, get through this is not by forcing anything with her. You're gonna have to finesse your way through this, in my opinion. I'm gonna have to because I am having to figure out ways to finesse my way through range struggles. Not push through because I've lost my cool a couple times and hollered at her. It didn't work. So her sister, on the other hand, who I, who I have right now, his name's Cece, she had a little, so this is, this, bear with me here because a lot of this stuff I hope is going to make sense after, after we, we connect dots. Cece is not sensitive. She's quite bold, actually. Um, she probably has the same qualities as far as good mouth. She has the same intelligence, I think. She has an equal knows as far as game finding goes her desire to retrieve is there which i know reigns is there because rain will go out you're having a hard time getting your dog to go out i don't have a problem having her go out i have a problem having her come back i'll get into that more in in a little bit here and and that just started so it hasn't always been that way but with with Cece, she's a lot bolder she was started by a friend of mine um who helps me with all my workshops and he's just a really good friend I do a lot of training with. He's really good and he's done a great job of starting this puppy for me, giving her a really good foundation. I see it with his dogs and it's partially something that he does with them. And he's got a real, they have very snappy mouths. Like they'll grab stuff. And part of it has to do with when he, I know because I've seen it, He's got a thing that he does with his dogs where he shares the dummy back and forth, which I like. I like doing that too. But he he likes his dogs to really reach out and grab the dummy. I don't in particular. Now, she has a mouth. Cece has a mouth. When she comes in and delivers it, when he brought her here to show me her, she was a little bit mouthy with it. When I say mouthy, a little bit adjusting it in her mouth. She wasn't dropping it, but she'd come to sit. and No, no, no formal hold conditioning with her. Um, just just simply shaping it from the beginning and, and kind of piggybacking off of what she does naturally. But she comes in and she was kind of futzing with it in her mouth, opening it, adjusting it, moving it around. He'd always correct it, fix it, put it back. 
but it was just a little sloppy. And he even said, he's like, she's never sloppy like this. I don't know what's happened here. So I said, okay, well, no problem. I, it's, it's dogs change. You know, they, they create bad habits at times and it's not intentional almost always. But so she had this little mouthiness. Well, I took her out and started working with her and when she would come in, I kind of fixed that. I, I was able to kind of get her to deliver it a little bit smoother, um, bring it to me a little bit more, a little, little more solid with her mouth. I wasn't going for the dummy. I was going for kind of her shoulders and chest, and I was kind of settling her a little bit when she would come in in front of me with the dummy in her mouth. So I got that good. I got that pretty good in a week or so. What I was running into that I didn't like was and this is just me kind of being a little picky, but it was hard to get the dummy out of her mouth. She held it so tight. I really had to kind of pry. She wasn't willing to give it to me. I had to kind of pry it out of her mouth. Well, I, I'm, I was only into it a week with her, and so I wasn't going to make a big fuss over it. So I just kind of went with it and thought, okay, put it in the back of my head. I'd like to fix that a little bit too. So recently I'm working with her. She comes in, I kind of pry that dummy out of her mouth, like take it away and I'm holding on to it. And I had all the other dogs with me and all of a sudden she reached up and she stole it out of my hand, like pretty aggressively. And I was pissed. And it was more of an, in. it was more of a, um, I, I reacted to her in kind of compulsively. She reacted, she, she was compulsive to me with that behavior and I was compulsive to her and I don't like compulsive behavior. I don't train with it. I don't, I don't encourage it. I don't like it myself, but I didn't, but I, I saw red for that split second and she lunged and grabbed something and I'm really against it because I've got little kids and I, I know these dogs are going to be around people and people can mistake that behavior for a dog, you know, snapping at somebody and I, I know they're not and so I, I want to make sure that we don't we don't ever get into that that gray area so when she did it I responded quickly with a quick tap to her nose and I grabbed that dummy from her and I gave her a very firm that's enough I mean it was an absolute verbal correction and there was a little bit of physical too I mean I didn't hit her very hard but it was quick and sharp and ticked the dummy and I jumped on her with my voice and and she responded like really clearly I'm sorry like it was just her body language she didn't panic she just man I'm sorry you could just see it in her eyes so I thought got done with that and I thought oh man what did I do here because it was probably a little harsh and I thought, I hope I didn't just create an issue. Because on, in the back of my mind, I've got Rain, who Rain's so sensitive, and you can't look at her cross without her, you know, wanting to give up at times. So I thought, man, I really... So I, I took it, I settled myself down, got rid of the emotion myself, and I set up the exact same retrieve that we had just done, thinking, oh, I know she's going to be successful with it. So we set that up. She ran out, she picked it, she came back, she sat as well as she had, which she wasn't really struggling with it, but she held it beautifully, she looked me right in the eyes, I reached down, I did the exact same thing, I slow petted her, I took the dummy, I said dead, and then I, when I said dead, you know, prior to this, every time I had to really pry it out of her mouth, 
she opened her mouth nice and gently and released it beautiful. And I thought, very nice, good. And I told her. So she took that pressure and changed her behavior. And she changed the behavior to be exactly what I wanted. And I thought, well, is it a fluke? So we did it again. I have not had such, I have not had a, a delivery that was different since. It's been a couple of days. So now I couldn't get away with that with Rain. I couldn't even think about it. I correct another dog in the group. Rain thinks she's getting corrected for it. She's just very, very sensitive. So with Rain, so I know what these dogs are capable of. I know what they have in them. They're sisters, littermates. With Rain, I've gone from when I first got her, she was always isolated. She always had to kind of be by herself. She, was, she just didn't have to be with me. Not something I necessarily like. I like dogs wanting to be with me. With her retrieving, it started out no issues at all. It was just kind of, she didn't have a ton of enthusiasm. And if you threw two or three dummies, that was probably about it for her because the fourth or fifth one she kind of got bored with. Well, she was young and I just kind of dismissed it. That kind of hung on. So I, I do very short lessons with her. I, I see here you said in your thing, I'm at a loss with her. As she does retrieves, she'll do four or five times and I praise her and I take the ball immediately and I throw it again. You maybe should stop at two or three. That's what I had to do. That's what I have done. Now, I've gone from a dog that kind of petered out after a lot of repetition to a dog that for a little while didn't want to run out to the dummy very hard. Like if I set it up, if I set up too long of a memory, she'd, she wouldn't go to it. So what I did was at that point, I changed. I just did marks. I don't normally do marks with retrievers, not young ones. Cause I don't really need, I, I think it's really, I don't think that's something that they lack. I think most of them have it and they have it pretty good, pretty solid. I, I did almost all marks with her just to get her going. I didn't ask her to be steady. She's 10 months old right now. I'm still not asking her to be steady all the time. I steadied her up a touch, but not much. So I, I changed my rules. And I started training differently. I threw a bunch of marks. I got her excited to run out. So I don't have a problem. And that helped. I don't have a problem with her running out anymore. But, but I'm not, but, I, but she's, you know, almost 11 months old now. And I don't have a steady dog with her. I don't, I can't run, um, I, I, I have to do, I have to work her a lot differently. So in a group set, setting, I got to keep her on a lead right now. The other ones, I just, they can just, I can just tell them to sit. Her sister and the other sister that I was training, you can just tell them to sit. They were, I steadied them up a little bit because I took away their breaking because they did, it, there was no issues. They became too loose. So I said, okay, now you got to start sitting and waiting. So I'm not telling, I can't do that with Rain yet. So I change my rules. I put her on a leash. I throw the dummies and I let other dogs go that are steady. And she just doesn't get to go during that. That's kind of like my little bit of steadiness for her. But she's not, she's not chomping at the bit to go either. Like that's not her personality. So with her, I did, I'm doing things different. Now I'm running into a little bit of an issue with her where she runs out to the dummy and she wants to stand over it or pick it up and stand and look at me. She doesn't want to come back real, real hard. She's never come back super hard, but now she's just not doing anything. It's a, 
It's Mexican standoff. Like she's just standing there looking at me. And so I started to change what I've done in the last couple of days. And I'm no longer going to do the standoff with her because I've done everything. I've tried to encourage her. I've tried to yell at her. I've tried to put pressure on her verbally. I've tried to get her. And I always get her back eventually, but it's not the way I want it to be. So now what I'm doing is I'm putting dummies out there, either set up as a memory or a mark. However, we're getting into some memories now because me pitching it for her early on fired her up about going out. She loves going out now. So when we when we do it, I send her out. There's not an issue going out. It's coming back. So what do I do now? I'm trying something different. As soon as she gets to the dummy, before she gets to the dummy, because I know she's going to go to it, I turn and I leave. I go. I get all my dogs and I go. I don't make a sound. I just turn and I walk away. So when she gets it and turns around, I'm leaving her. She has a tendency to come to me when I'm leaving her right now. So as soon as she starts doing that, I get her coming to me and eventually, and I got to figure out exactly when to turn back around because if I do it too soon, she'll stop. If I, so I'm going to, I'm just going to keep moving away from her until she gets at least halfway back to me. And then I turn around to her. And if I see any hesitation from her, I turn and I keep walking away from her. But now I'm getting her to come to me. I've had, I've gone through some things with her where she'd come to me and drop the dummy a little bit short. Well, I was telling her to hold. And I say it in a tone like, hold. I think she thinks it sounds too much like no. No. Hold. I think that little bit of verbal was started, which was supposed to encourage her to hold it, started to make her spit the dummy out. So I can't say hold to this dog. I got to change how I train. So I'm no longer telling her to hold. At some points, I get down on my knees and welcome her into me. I've got her holding it pretty well now and I can get underneath her. I never take the dummy. I always go to her chest or her shoulders and just kind of stroke her up a little bit. I've, I've actually been able to get a little bit better luck with her right now standing up. She'll come into it. And so the last couple of days I started doing this. When she comes back to me, she le- she's not in a hurry to spit it out. She wants to hold on to it. And it sounds like your dog, ha- it sounds like your dog has like parts of the retrieve down but can't connect them all together. So work on connecting them together slowly. But that doesn't mean 100-yard deliveries of hold. It doesn't mean holding for 15 to 20 minutes. It's micro versions of what you're, all these little pieces that you're doing, trying to connect them together. Because just do a little bit of each one instead of doing a whole hell of a lot with one part of it. If the retrieve is five components and you're making her master one component at a time at great lengths of time and somewhat difficulty due to distance and duration stop making them so hard make them a little bit easier and start linking one to the other figure out and and you're going to say well how do i do that i've tried 15 different ways right now with rain and they didn't all work but they all they all had a tendency to work a little bit for a little while in a in partially so now what i got to do is i got to go okay Try connecting this to this. It's like a combination on a lock. Only there's a whole bunch of numbers that we have to get. So I'm going to try a few combinations here without all the numbers. Just see if I can get like one or two to fit. If I can get one or two to fit, try to make that become one. And then maybe make another couple pieces of that puzzle fit. And then start connecting some of these bigger pieces because I took... I, made, I took two, if this is a puzzle that's a 50-piece puzzle, 
don't try to put all 50 pieces together. I'm going to try to put like two or three pieces together and then another two or three pieces together that might fit to that other two. And now I got five or 10 pieces. And then I might go and do that over here and do it again and then do it over here and do it again. And by the time I get done with this, I'm probably going to take a bunch of little pieces, make them into bigger pieces, start connecting them to some other bigger pieces. Pretty soon I've got a bigger picture and this thing is starting to come together. And when I turn lots of little pieces into one piece that's a little bit bigger and I start connecting those bigger pieces together, I'm going to be make a lot more ground until I can make the puzzle into the big puzzle. I hope that makes some sense to you because I'm envisioning it as literally a puzzle that's maybe it doesn't have to be 50 pieces, but let's just say, let's just say it's 10. Don't try to connect all 10 pieces together. That's going out and trying to make a retrieve. You just described to me, you've got a couple pieces. Your dog wants to hold. Your dog likes to carry stuff. You can send your dog a few times with success. The idea of the stuff in the house at a year old, I'm probably past that. Rain's not picking up too much random stuff anymore because I, I've nixed that. But the way I nix that is get the stuff picked up so she can't have access to it or take the, the freedom away where the dog can't get into everything. Rain's got two spots in our house, her kennel or crate or her bed. And if she's not on either one of those, she's moving through the house with me. And so she, when she was little, yeah, she did have the tendencies to pick up a lot of stuff. And that's okay in most cases with most dogs. But when you're struggling with the retrieve, you don't need to be adding extra challenge to this puzzle. You don't need extra pieces right now. You need to minimize it, simplify it as best you can. So take away some of that freedom and then you just fix one of the problems. I don't have to worry about her going through the house and picking stuff up anymore. And should I or shouldn't I encourage it? Should I or shouldn't I make a retrieve with it? Don't worry. Don't have to worry about it because she's not going to have the access to it in the first place. But what I think you need to do is take the idea that you can get her to hold and carry stuff. You can get her to go out sometimes. You're doing stuff at really long distances. You're sending dogs on food at great challenging distances. Just... Stop making it so complicated with all these pieces. I've sat in the garage with Rain recently with a tennis ball. And I sat on a cooler. And my garage isn't that big. It's the length of a car. And I've just rolled the tennis ball and put my arm around her and just steadied her up just a touch and then let her go and get it. And she runs out and she brings it back to me. She does it really well. That's not a finished gun dog. I get that. But it's all the pieces connected together in a really simple setting and she's doing good with it so I've also thought about like well what if I just I'm going to try this pretty soon too I've been setting up a little bit longer retrieves what if I just do some shorter ones what if I take that garage and I make the garage a little bigger what if I go back out to the shop I what I'm afraid happens is is at a certain point at a certain distance she turns it into a standoff where she doesn't want to come back so i got to figure out if that's the case. Because when I'm in a smaller area, I can't leave her. And right now, the way I've been able to get her come back to me is by leaving her. Walk away from her. So that's kind of the situation that I'm in. And it sounds like it's kind of similar to yours, except my answer is going to be, you need to experiment with some things. But the bigger picture is simplify it 
and try to connect a few pieces at a time. So I hope that helps you, Robert. I hope that helps other people because I think that this can be specific to retrieving or this could be a lot of other things that we're having problems with with our dog. The concept or the, the way we fix it is probably going to be very similar. Okay, guys, good luck to you. I'm going to get this to Ben and hopefully he gets it live. We're coming up on Christmas. We're going to have a... Um, we got Christmas coming up in a few days. So Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope I wish you guys all the best. Um, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate it more than you know. Uh, if you do me a favor, if you haven't already, please leave a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. If there's that, the option and uh, leave a comment if, if, you, if you feel like one is necessary. And then also if you do me a favor and share it with someone that you think it might help. Um, ultimately, our goal is to try to help as many people as we can and that's one of the best ways for us to be able to do it. So thank you guys. I really appreciate it.